0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Leviticus 24. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would better understand justice and your holiness in our lives, that we would be holy to you and just to the people around us. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 24 Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Command the Israelites that they should bring to you pure olive oil from beaten olives for the light to present a lamp continually. Aaron shall arrange for it outside the curtain of the testimony, in the tent of assembly from evening until morning, before Yahweh continually. It shall be a lasting statute throughout your generations." On the pure golden lampstand he shall arrange for the lamps before Yahweh continually. And you shall take finely milled flour, and you shall bake with it twelve ring shaped bread cakes, each one shall be two tenths of an ephah. And you shall place them in two rows, six to the row, on the pure gold table before Yahweh. And you shall put pure frankincense on each row, so that it shall be for the bread as a memorial offering an offering made by fire for Yahweh. On every Sabbath he shall arrange it in rows before Yahweh continually. They are from the Israelites as an everlasting covenant, and it shall be for Aaron and for his sons, and they shall eat it in a holy place, because it is a most holy thing for him from Yahweh's offerings made by fire, a lasting rule. And an Israelite woman's son, and he was an Egyptian man's son, went out in the midst of the Israelites, And the Israelite woman's son and an Israelite man fought in the camp. Then the Israelite woman's son blasphemed the name, and he cursed. So they brought him to Moses. And the name of his mother was Shelometh, the daughter of Dibri, of the tribe of Dan. Then they put him in custody, so that the matter might be made clear to them in accordance with the mouth of Yahweh. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Bring the curser outside the camp, and all the hearers shall place their hands on his head, and the whole community shall stone him. And you shall speak to the Israelites, saying, Any man when he curses his God shall bear his sin, and he who blasphemes Yahweh's name certainly shall be put to death. The whole community certainly shall stone him. As the alien, so the native shall be put to death at blaspheming his name. And when a man kills any human being, he certainly shall be put to death. And he who kills a domestic animal must repay for it, life in place of life. And when a man causes a physical defect in his fellow citizen according to what he has done, so it shall be done to him. Fracture in place of fracture, eye in place of eye, tooth in place of tooth, according to the physical defect he causes to the person, likewise it shall be caused to him. And a killer of a domestic animal must repay for it, and a killer of a human shall be put to death. You must have one norm, as for the alien, so it must be for the native, because I am Yahweh your God. Thus Moses spoke to the Israelites, and they brought the cursor outside the camp, and they stoned him with stones, and the Israelites did just as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. We've covered a lot about holiness to God so far in Leviticus. In the last chapter, we had the holy festivals to God. This chapter starts with what seems on the surface to be more of a housekeeping detail. They were to keep the lamps burning in the tabernacle continually. The lamps would burn olive oil. Then on the table on the opposite wall in the tabernacle, they were to keep bread continually. They were to replace the bread every Sabbath. Twelve pieces of ring-shaped bread. So, something like bagels. They were to replace the bread every Sabbath. They were to arrange them in two rows of six pieces of bread each. The bread that was removed would be eaten by the priests in a holy place. And then we have a story. There are really only two stories in the book of Leviticus, the rest is commands from God. The first story was when Nadab and Abihu offered strange fire to God and were struck dead immediately for the offense. This story is similar in some ways. It starts out with this young man, I'll call him young, his age isn't actually given. He has an Israelite mother and an Egyptian father, and he got into a fight with an Israelite in the camp. But in the heat of the fight, he cursed and blasphemed the name of Yahweh. So, the Israelites recognized that this was a terrible offense, but they didn't know what the punishment should be. So, they just kept him guarded until the punishment was determined. So, Yahweh proclaimed the punishment. He must be stoned to death. First, the witnesses who heard him blaspheme must place their hands on his head. That sounds similar to when the worshiper would place his hand on the head of an animal before sacrificing it. Then all of the Israelites would throw stones at him until he was dead. Then God gives more explanation. He says that anyone who curses God must be put to death. There isn't a different law for Israelites and non-Israelites. God goes on to explain that the laws are the same for native Israelites and foreigners who are in their land. If someone murders a person, the penalty is death. When someone kills an animal, the penalty is to pay for it. If someone injures a person, then the punishment is no more and no less than the injury that they did to the other person. And the law is the same no matter who the person is. So, they did as God said, and stoned the one who'd cursed God. And now for a deeper dive. Sometimes people say that the law of Moses was barbaric. The idea is that somehow we are much smarter now. Some people will say that the law of Moses was just better than the law of the nations around them at the time, and I would say that that is true, it was better. But... If we think that our laws are better than the laws God gave the Israelites, then we are probably proud. Is putting people in jail just? In this country, we are not supposed to have cruel and unusual punishment, and yet somehow we have this idea of putting people in jail, which is cruel, and historically it is unusual. Historically, jail was only a very temporary thing until a decision was made for the actual punishment as was the case here. The death penalty is major, for sure, but if we think that this is over the top, then we don't understand how horrible cursing God is. We were made to glorify God, and God is the most important being. To curse God is to turn against everything we were intended for, so this is the opposite of counting God as holy. So, this man must die, And murder is wrong because people are in the image of God. So not killing a murderer is taking the image of God lightly. But these laws were not over the top. They did not punish more than was deserved. And they were just. Every person was of equal value, even if they were not an Israelite. The country I live in would say that. But when you look at how people are actually treated... It seems that the amount of money a person has, or the color of their skin, or where they were born, will change the punishment they receive. Fortunately, our citizenship is in heaven, if we are in Christ. So we don't have to base our joy on the justice of the country we live in physically. God will make everything right. We just have to live like we are really citizens of heaven.